Hello everyone, this is Chanel. During the covenant to Christ, I do apologize. It's been a long, long time. Come, please forgive me for being so late. <laughs> I'm sorry, I do apologize. But I'm just going to little. I'm going to vent for a little bit on what I'm about to say. What I'm talking about is um uh, something that I happened at my job. Um. I work at a I work for a retail store basically. And the thing is I the real reason why I put out uh the thing about stealing is because of the fact that the matter is people have a tendency on stealing. If you notice it's been harshly ridiculous in California, it's been harshly ridiculous in New York, it's been harshly ridiculous in Oregon, it's been harshly ridiculous in New Jersey, any of these big name states. Is going like haywire, but this one had triggered me even more. Um, at the store that I work at, I don't play music as much. I can play my own music whenever I feel like it. Whatever, that's the good thing about it. But um, something weird came about this first time. This customer came in front of me, and the customer was just playing. He had his earphones in his ears. So when the time when he was getting ready to purchase his stuff, he took one of his earphones off. He had these big earphones like I had. And I I can hear what he's listening to. And when I heard it, I'm like, what the heck? Okay. Now, a lot of us don't really know about music because I'm going to say straightforward this and that and that and this. And I really don't care if you don't agree with me. But it's actually a fact. Music is not music. Let me say that again. Music is not music. Let me say that one more time. Music is not music. Because people who say that, they're liars. They're point blank liars. And I do mean straight up, forward, backflip, every daggone thing else, liars. Because if you can't play gospel music, then you're lying. You, if you can't play Victoria Renzi, you're lying. If you can't play um, Will McDowell, you're lying. If you can't play Travis Green, you're lying. If you can't play, um, I'm talking about some hardcore people who like to rap or sing or sit up there and straight up give praises to the Lord even when they even sit up there and bombard Jericho. You, if you can't pray, um, if you can't play um Brian T you're lying if you can't pr- um uh play Marcus Rogers you're lying if you can't play um Isaiah Robin you're lying if you can't pray um play um Robin uh Martyr you're lying these people are like straight up hardcore or Marva or Marv you you're lying you're lying straightforward you're lying most of these people I play. You're lying. I is a uh, I live in North Carolina, by the way, and I've listened to it's this so-called Christian. I said so-called if you heard what I said. So-called Christian radio station. They don't play none of these um people. I know they don't. I listen to it myself. They don't play these people. They play these pe they play people who compromise. Let me say that again. They play 
people who compromise. Let's go right on to it right now. I just, uh, my brother in Christ of mine, who I listen to, who I follow on YouTube, I found him on YouTube. Um, cause since I don't have my Facebook out like that, my Facebook, they actually blocked me. Psh, I really don't care. Um, because I told them where the witch is going to be in hell. Um, so they automatically blocked me. So with that being said, they call it so trying and when I try to make a new um account, it wouldn't happen. So with that being said, I really don't give a rasp behind. But I told the truth, told truth, nothing but the truth will help me, God. So the fact of the matter is when people sit up there and say about music, automatically they're lying. Don't even listen to them. Don't even I'm like this, you know, daggone where you lie. You lying as hell right now. You lying. Number one, Satan is still doing what he's doing. Like he, Satan is still doing what he's doing. He just got fired from being worship, being a worshiper of God. That's just the bottom line. He just got, he just been fired because he's not dead. He's not killed. He's not in the lake of fire yet. He's roaming to and fro in, um, on earth. So he's still doing what he's doing. That's the real reason why you got people like um, Beyonce still sitting up there worshiping another God. She's worshiping another deity. She's not worshiping Jehovah. I wish the heck she would come up in front of me sitting up there saying that she's a Christian. She's a lying. I want to say it, but my daughter's right here my, um, in front of my face. Jay, J, uh, her husband, Jay-Z, he's straight up forward letting you know. That Jesus is not the way. He told he said it in his songs. Um, you got um you got Lecrae sitting up there being a compromising, he's a Leviathan, point blank. You have Kirk Franklin, he's a whore. Yeah, I'm a blast out today. Um, you got um Tasha Cobbs being ridiculous. She's did, let me explain some stuff to you. And this is what I told my daughter, and I'm gonna say it. If you sitting up there being loving, you are love, you, your idol is love. The Lord had put that in my mind so much. I was like, say what? But God is love. Of course he is, but that's not his name. Let me say that again. That's not his name. His name is Jehovah. So he made me love, but last time I checked, he is holy. He is also righteous. He is also um, omnipotent. He is also a man of war. He is also the Lord of hosts. He is also the King of kings. He is also the Lord of lords. He's also the Prince of Peace. He's also the 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 uh, Elohim. He's also El Shaddai. I don't hear his name being loved. I also know he is a judge. So with that being said, his name was never love. He is love. His name is not love. So when people call themselves thinking for a second that they can listen to, uh, like my pastor was telling me about that people was listening to, um, uh, I told a plaintiff, I told um, a group of the group of my, um, when we was on a conference call that one of my ministers was talking about a song that my aunt played like crazy. 
And it was, I'm coming up on the rough side of the mountains. And the Lord showed me a vision of these people listening to the pulpit. They was they weren't reading his word. Clear as day. And I was telling them, this was the pulpit that they was they weren't reading the word. And I explained to her uh, one time when I was uh, my neighbor a long time ago, she was playing Jay-Z and it was attacking whatever was on um was on his music was attacking my head. And I mean, it was attacking the right side of my head like it was like a needle was trying to get get in my head and somebody was hammering it in my head. That's exactly how it sound. And so what happened was this. I asked the Lord, what was going on? Why is this, why this song coming on and it's attacking me? It attacked me on the right side of my head. And the Lord explained to me, that's not me. That's the enemy that he, that of course, Jay-Z was worshiping anyway. He was worshiping demons anyway. And it was attacking my head. See, you have to understand, if you are lukewarm, you're never going to hear or understand what in the world's going on in these music and this music that you're listening to. But like I said, the people who I listed, nobody's not listening to them. You want to know why? The only way I, I went, let's go, let me go back to the customer who played, who was listening to music. He was listening to Ashanti. And when I was listening to Ashanti a long time ago, I I was uh, I was um you know it was kind of like okay you just listening remember I wasn't saved at the time but you was just listening to it but when I listened to it this time I didn't just hear the music I heard what was in the music let me say that again I didn't hear what was I wasn't just listening to the music I was hearing what was in the music what was in it and it was like not only were you hearing the music, you was hearing what was in it. It was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, what the heck? Just like a long time ago, I would hear people talk about how Keith Sweat whine in his music. I mean, literally, I'm we talking about dudes who would say that. Because, you know, he would say, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Kirk's Frank, Kirk, um, uh, Keith Sweat was whining in his music. He literally was doing that. But he was singing love songs. But let's put it like this. Thank you, Lord. Perverse love songs. Let's put it like that. He was playing. He was singing perverse love songs. And on top of that, if you just really listen to it, you can hear it. Just like um, um, R. Kelly. He was singing perverse love songs. Um, if you listen to Jodeci, perverse love songs, come on, perverse love songs and boys to men, they were singing love songs, but they were singing songs that you would think that married folks would listen to. But I know for a fact that these people were singing along. I was, I was young when I was listening to them, very young. But when I heard a Shanti song, and I haven't heard a Shanti in a long time. I mean, it was one of her songs. You can hear the whining in it. I heard the whining. So, and the thing is, let me give, give you a good clearness. The song was trying to come into my spirit. Let me say that again. The song was trying to come into my spirit. And I can hear it trying to come into my spirit. 
And I hurried up and put on one of my songs, like the the young disciples. Somebody is going to sit up there and beat this out of me. So I put my rap gospel music on. When I put that on, I felt so relieved. I didn't care who heard it. People were listening to it like, what the heck is this? Yeah, I'm going to play. I'm going to play this. My phone was loud right there in front of my face. Because guess what? I was putting back what something was trying to get in my spirit. People don't realize things can come into your spirit. And you wondering why, how I got there. Just like the Bible tells you about when the man um, in sec- is it first Corinthians is in first Corinthians. Is it first Corinthians chapter seven? Let me uh, No, I'm sorry. Chapter six. Uh, yeah, it's in first Corinthians chapter six. And it talks about how. It talks about sense um sanctity of the body and marriage. And it tells you, it says in chapter six, it says, and such were some of you, but ye are washed, but ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the spirit of our Lord. Now let's go to this verse 15. It says, know ye not that your bodies are the members of Christ. Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them the members of a whorlock? God forbid. What? Know ye not that we, that he, which is joint to a whorlock is one body for two saith he, which of course is God shall be one flesh. But he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. It didn't say one body. So when you sit up there and join yourself to music like that, that's why people look ugly. They look ridiculous when they sit up there, listen to music, they cuss, fuss, and all that other stuff. You can see it in their eyes. You can see it in their nose. You can see it in their mouth. You can see it. If you are very, if you are in Christ. Because, yes, I mean, Christ, who is a new, uh, who you know for a fact that you are a new creature in him. He's going to show you some things that you will not believe that you will sit up there and say, what the heck? That's why the Bible said, guard your, um, guard your ears. So when you sit up there and hear this, this thing literally tried to go into my spirit. When I put my, my boys on there, um, it's called, they called, um, the uh the young disciples because you don't hear about them these are young young kids boys they base i think they brothers and they rap about jesus i put on jesus the name that i screen that was the first thing i put up there because i was like this they're gonna beat the crap out of this thing off, off of me it stopped it didn't even try to come in i played all that whole list because i got spotify put it right on there and I played all them songs. I didn't care. And it did not come into my spirit. Ashanti did not come in my spirit. I, my store manager, she likes to sit up there and play um, love songs. You might well, thank you, Lord. I'm going to say that. I'm sorry. I Forgive me. He said perverse. She was playing perverse love songs. Because when you hear um, Anita Baker, yes, perverse love songs. I don't care about how you feel. If you hear, if you sitting up there listening to Drew Hill, perverse love songs, I don't care how you feel. When you hear a uh, Jodeci, you're playing perverse songs. I don't care how you feel. If you sitting up there playing um, Wifey, 
I forgot the name of the group who played it. Like I said, it's perverse songs. I don't give a dag on how you feel. It's perverse. The Kendra brothers came out with a book called The Love Diary. I think, what was it? The Love Dare. Oh, thank you. The Love Dare. My daughter had to remind me. And it's, um, it was uh, it was uh, portrayed of the uh, movie um, Fireproof. And I had gotten the book. I had gotten three copies, as a matter of fact. And in the particular day, it talks about the two different kinds of love. It talks about the two different kinds of love. One is the conditional and the other one is unconditional. And the Lord is bringing that up again. And so I'm going to say it this way. The one is perverse and the other one is clean. How about that? That makes sense. Or you might as well say godly. That's one is perverse. The one that's perverse is what we're going through right now. The one that you like to sit up there and listen to those love songs. Those those perverse love songs just to get your your groove in your love them love songs just to get the mood um in the um atmosphere i've been hearing them in my um at my job let me put it to you like this when it's quiet at my job i can hear what people are listening to i can hear what they bring in the store what i mean is let me say it in layman terms i can hear in the spirit i can hear in the spirit realm you can hear silently if you just be quiet. Trust and believe you can hear a lot of stuff. Just like when I don't, just like people pray, 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 but they don't shut up. There's a time that the Bible said clear as day in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 7. It says a time to a time to be silent, and then there's a time to speak. It literally is. When you pray, at least have a sit up there and say sometimes when uh, when I was praying, um, I have uh, this morning, I literally gotten uh, something that was, uh, this scripture was in my spirit so badly. I had to write it down. I had to write it down. It was, I knew my spirit was sitting up there talking. And when I wrote it down, I wrote down my initiative. Which means when I kept writing it down, when I wrote it down, I sat up there and said, I'll listen to you. He just said they convict me on what I had did. I had told my daughter about it and I, t- I ate a Reese's cup. Knowing that I don't eat Reese's cup, but it don't, then all of a sudden he said a dog would go back to his vomit. I was like, <gasps> my daughter bust out laughing when I told her about it. I had stopped eating Reese's cup a long time ago, way long time ago. When I stopped working at um, Sheets, I had stopped eating it before I stopped leaving, um, before I stopped um, working with them. I don't like it. I didn't like it because they changed the ingredients. And my daughter said, straightforward, why would you eat that? Why didn't you get the nuts instead of eating the peanut butter? And I said, okay, she's right. Even though she said he done slapped you upside your uh, Yep, the Lord slapped me upside my head with that word. Because that is in his word. The dogs would come go back to their vomit. And so... It had me understand exactly. That's why uh, all you got to do is really be quiet sometimes. When you be quiet, God would talk to you. You'd be sitting up there saying, hold up. And then sometimes he would sit up there and tell you some things that you wouldn't even realize what's going on. That's why I can. That's why some people can hear. That's why people like to smoke cigarettes. They like to. Um, a woman came in right after I had talked to her weeks ago to talk to her, her heavenly father. Because he had stopped refusely 
for her just to pay for something. It was beer. Refusefully. I said, go talk to your heavenly father. Because I prayed for right then and there. And he stopped her payment. She walked right on out the door. When she said, can you? I said, no, ma'am. I don't even condone this. I don't condone drinking. I don't even drink. So what makes you think I'm going to pay for it? No, I don't do that. So she walked. She finally told me today she spoke to him for the first time. And say it's a process for me, but I know. Of course. He's always going to talk to you. It was another young lady I talked to today. When I don't have no music on, God is going to talk and he's going to speak. He's going to speak. The Bible even tells you that it's not my, um, it's not, what is it? It says, I think it's in Matthew. I think it's in Matthew. I got to sit up there and state it because I want to state it to you real well. Because it was amazing when I heard it in the, um, in the movie that I had, um, I had read it. Um, a long time ago, and I was like, "Oh my God, Lord said said that," but He also said it in the Old Testament, and I was like, "Oh my goodness, are you serious?" Because He says straightforward, He said, "I will give you the words to speak," and definitely God would do that. He would do that all the time, and I, I notice a lot of people don't even realize that that's what God would do. He would give you the words to speak. He would teach you what to speak. As a matter of fact, let me look at it. It's in Exodus chapter 4. I was going to go into Matthew, but I couldn't see it. Ah, here it is. It says in chapter 4, verse 15, he said, And thou shalt speak unto him and put words in his mouth, and I will be with thy mouth and with his mouth and will teach you what ye shall do. That's the Lord for you. Now this is now a lot of pa- a lot of people or pastors don't say this stuff. He lit- they literally don't. They don't even mention it. As a matter of fact, I ain't hear no pastor speak this. I haven't heard this. I ain't hear this until I was reading the Bible for myself. I was reading this because I was reading the um math, I was reading the Exodus chapter 3 about um when uh when uh God had um met or uh, spoken to Moses. And now it's like, oh my goodness. But if you look at, okay, let's put it this way. When I look at the words of people, it's like, it's a lot of people who sitting up there tarnishing people. They thinking that it's okay just to sit up there and tarnish. I understand what Perry Stone is talking about. It was a group of men I had to stop listening to because I said, hold on, they being a little bit harsher because this is what the thing is that what they don't realize is. They don't know what level people are in. Let me say that again. They don't know what people, they don't know what level people are in. Let me say that one more time. They do not know what level people are in. Just like Je- uh, Tiffany Montgomery, she was saying it right today about, um, about somebody set up this head that they, um, they have been doing it. They have been trying to do it. They have been trying it like this and all that other stuff. And then all of a sudden, they, she's, she writes, she said, you have not been trying everything. You have not read all 66 books. I have not read all 66 books. I'm still reading the Bible. I even brought another Bible. So I know for a fact I ain't read all the Bibles. 
all the books. I know that for a fact that I ain't read all the books. I ain't even read all but that. I ain't even read near him. Still ain't read that yet. And that's one of the smallest books in the Bible. I ain't even read all the Psalms yet. And I'm still assigned to read it. So you cannot sit up there and say that you did everything. You can't. And she's right. You can't sit up there and read. Um, sit up there and say you did everything. And you ain't reading this Bible. That's your medicine. That's your fruit. That's your your ham and grits. That's a... Uh, Come on. That's insulting. Sitting up there saying that you had read that you did everything. You ain't even fast even for 40 days or 40 nights. So I know for a fact that's a lie. So with that being said, you have got to sit up there and look at these of uh, these things profusely. I have partial fast, and I can hear certain things even in people's hearts. Literally. I even sat up there and spoke to a young lady. Today and told her you supposed to have twins and I saw the Lord showing me this like she's supposed to have twins. She said I I should stop um taking birth um uh, pregnancy tests. I don't know what to tell you, but you supposed to have twins. And she said you ain't the only person who said that. Somebody else said it. Since the person said that, I'm like okay, oh Lord. And then what was funny was I seen she she said and I said I see him. She said. You do. You see them. I said, I see them clapping. She said, if I get pregnant, I must come and see you. I'm like, Lord Jesus, I need to stop prophesying. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was funny to me because I'm like, Lord, what is going on? <laughs> I, but I recognized the woman. I said, she looked, I, I could have sworn she was supposed to have kids. She said, you're the only, you're the next, per, one of the three people who I know. Because she said, I don't have no kids. And she said, I'm 35 and I'm waiting. I said, why are they twins? You're supposed to have twins. That's exactly what the Lord said. She's supposed to have twins. She said, it's one child. No, no, no. She's supposed to have twins. So you you got to sit up there and look at what's, oh, that's why when it's quiet, when it's quiet, when it's at peace, because I it was peaceful today. I can hear God clearly. I mean, literally hear him. But I hope he's here is mine. But is it's not a hoping of a prayer, but just a prayer is always in um um is in your in your files. It's always in your files. He got files in his um in his kingdom too. I mean, just like we got files, he got files. They ain't going nowhere. That's the deal. So you have to understand when it comes to certain music, you might want to understand exactly what you're dealing with. When you listen to these mu- this music, it's a it's a particular song that um that I play, and I got it from a movie, and because they kept playing it over, and they kept playing a particular part of the song. I kid you not, kept playing the song particularly, and the song is really only three minutes and forty nine seconds. So I said, let me get this song. I downloaded. Don't you know, at this point, that is my time. It's my fight song. Because guess what I'm doing? I'm fighting. I'm doing something that most Christians don't even do. They sit up there and cry, boo-hoo, and all that other stuff. But, Lord, but I mean, Paul said he uh, he does the fight of, um, he's doing the fight of faith. He's been, he been, he been through more hell than most of the apostles right now do. 
Because Jesus said, clear as day, you will be hated for my name's sake. Most of the stuff I know and I deal with, I'm getting hated for it. And nobody don't re- really thinking that I'm go- I'm on cloud nine, sweetheart. Being in this dark, and I, I think my pastor getting a picture, being on, um, being on cloud nine and stuff like that is not cute. It really isn't. It's not cute at all. Because guess what? You're missing out on what God wants you to do. When it comes to music, you got to sit up there and be careful on who you listening to. Just like Kurt Franklin. Yes, I said straightforward, a straight up whore. A daggone prophet set up there and stood. Um, I saw that whole video. The whole video. And Kurt Franklin thought that he's basically his haters of this prophet who sat up there and spoke the word. And I do mean boo-boo was sitting up there speaking the word. I mean, he was sitting up there throwing them daggone swords, like cutting him all the way up to hell and was telling him, you got three set. You mean, tell me you can't have three minutes. And the dummy thing is he going to sit up there and ask this boy, this young man who is faithful in the word of God and spoke the word of God. And used the word of God and told him, yes, you can. And then he was dumb enough to sit up there and ask, you mean, tell me you think I should do well, millions of people and be, and take three minutes just to sit up there and talk about Jesus Christ. Yeah, you're supposed to. This is why he said you will be hated for my name's sake. He said they will kill the body, but they can't kill the soul. Jesus said this. So when you sit up there and plague yourself with music that you ain't got no business listening to, when you plague yourself with uh, movies that you ain't got no business listening to, it was, it's so many things. I had to stop looking at speed. I had to stop looking at the matrix. I had to stop looking at, what was it? It was another, it was several different movies who, which I love. I had to stop looking at. Because it's going into my eye gates. It's going into my ear gates. It's going into my soul. And plaguing my spirit. And we don't even realize we're doing that. We don't even realize we're pushing ourselves in that position. We don't even realize we're taunting. We're tainting the spirit of God. We don't even realize that the spirit of God, we we even grieve in the spirit of God. You know, you can do that. You can grieve the spirit of God. You can do that. You can hurt the spirit of God. You can make the spirit of God cry. And people think it is a game. Well, well, God loves me. Y'all need to shut the hell up with that. God loves me crap. Really, we do. You're playing with his love. If you don't want nobody to cheat on you, why are you playing with him? I'm gonna leave this with um with this particular one. And I um I had I had read this for to my daughter, but I can read it straightforward. This is in Joshua chapter 20 uh, 24. And I'm gonna end it just like that. Because this was the most awesomest chapter. I'm sorry, this is the most awesomest chapter. That was ever written in the Bible. And before I finish. And then I'm going to say I'm out. It says this on chapter 24. Then Joshua gathered all the tribes of Israel. To Shechem. And 
and summoned the elders, the heads, the judges, the officers of Israel, and they presented themselves before God. And Joshua said to all the people, thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, your fathers lived of old beyond the Ephrata, the father of Abraham and of Noah, and they served other gods. Then I took your, then I took your father, Abraham from beyond the river and led him through all the land of Canaan and made his offspring many. I gathered him, Isaac. And to Isaac, I gave Jacob and uh, and Esau. If you notice, it says Jacob and Esau, when in fact Esau was first. And I gave Esau the hill country of Syria to possess. Remember, Esau had it smooth that way because he also married two wives before he left his, his family house. But his, but Jacob. And his children went down to Egypt and I sent Moses and Aaron and I plagued Egypt with what I did in the midst of it. And afterwards, I brought you out. Then I brought your fathers out of Egypt and you came to the sea and the Egyptians pursued your fathers and chariots and and horsemen to the Red Sea. And when they cried to the Lord, he put darkness between you and the Egyptians and made the sea Come upon them and cover them, and your eyes saw what I did to Egypt, Egypt, and you lived in the wilderness a long time. Then I brought you to the land of the Amorites, who lived on the other side of the Jordan. They fought with you, and I gave them into your hand, and you took possession of their land, and I destroyed them before you. Then Bolak, the son of Zippor, king of Moab arose and fought against Israel and sent and sent and invited Bolam, the son of Borah to curse you. But I would not listen to Bolam. I'm Balaam. Therefore he blessed you. So I delivered you out of his hands and you went out. Oh, you went over the Jordan and came to Jericho and the men of Jericho fought against you. And also the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Jeshurites, the Geshurites and the Heds, um, Hevites and the Jeshurites, and I gave them into your hand. And I sent the hornets before you, which drove them out before you, the two kings of the Amorites. It was not by your sword or by your bow. I gave you a land on which you had not labored, and cities which you had not built, and you dwelled therein. You eat the fruit of vineyards and olive tree, olive yards, which you did not plant. Now, therefore, fear the Lord and serve him in serenity and in faithfulness. Put away the gods which your father served beyond the river and, and Egypt and in Egypt and serve the Lord. If you be unwilling to serve the Lord, choose this day who you will serve. Whether the gods your father served in the region beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Now check this out. This is what the people said. Then the people answered, far be it from us that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods. For it is the Lord our God who brought us and our fathers up from the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage, and who did those great signs in our sight.
and preserve us in all the way that we went and among all the people through whom we passed. And the Lord drove out before us all the people, the Amorites who lived in the land. Therefore, we also will serve the Lord for he is our God. Now, check this here out. And this is something that I was like, bam, Joshua done slapped them in their faces. But Joshua said to the people, you cannot serve the Lord for he is a holy God. He is a jealous God. He will not forgive your transgressions or your sins. If you forsake the Lord and serve foreign gods, which a lot of you are doing, then he will turn and do harm and consume you after having done you good. After he done good to you. Remember, it's just like it's people nowadays who who sit up there and say they love somebody. And then all of a sudden they that person who claimed that they love them end up cheating on them. And then all of a sudden they say, how can you do this to me? And I love you. How can you do this? But but this is what y'all do to God. And the people said to Joshua, nay, but we will serve the Lord. Check this out. Then Joshua said to the people, you are witnesses against yourself that you have chosen the Lord to serve him. And they said, we are witnesses. Mind you, he's saying this to them in my study Bible. It's as clear as day. Joshua already knew that they was um, that they uh, was um, were not going to do it. They knew he knew it. It's not like he didn't know. He knew he says is that Joshua is not at all. Satisfied with the people's verbal commitment. He knows the human heart and how people can easily be led astray. And he knows how decisive sin can be. He is quite aware that an emotional commitment made at a moment in time does not mean as much as it might appear. Joshua bluntly declares to the Israelite leadership that they are not able to serve the Lord. He is a holy God and a jealous God. He will not forgive their rebellion in their sins. He ain't lying. Guess what he also said? He said, then put away the foreign gods which are among you. Remember, one of Jacob's wives was worshiping um, the foreign gods. And of course, it was his favorite one. It wasn't Layla. Layla was the one who praised the Lord. Rachel didn't do that. It also says this, and the and the people said to Joshua, the Lord, our God, we will serve. Now, check this out. He also said, let me go right back to verse 23. He says, he's, he said, then put away the foreign guards, which are among you and incline your heart to the Lord and the God of the God of Israel. And the people said to Joshua, the Lord, our God, we will serve and his voice. We will obey. Now, check this out. He said we will. They said it. they will obey him. So Joshua made a covenant with the people that day and made statues and origins for them at Shisham. And Joshua wrote these words in the book of the law of God. And he took a great stone and set it, set it up there under the oak in the sanctuary of the Lord. And Joshua said to all the people, behold, this stone shall be a witness against us, for it has heard all the words of the Lord, which he spoke to us. Therefore, it shall be a witness against you, lest you deal falsely with your God. There you go. 
let me put this right on at the end of it. It says Joshua does not mean that God isn't is not a God of forgiveness. He means that God is not to be worshipped or served lightly to forsake him deliberately and to serve idols will be willful sin against God and to sin in this manner under their circumstances will be unforgivable under the law, which of course is in Numbers chapter 15, verse 30. This type of sin will result in disaster. Again, the people respond to Joshua's prompting words, earnestly reaffirming their purpose to, to serve the Lord. Let me give it to you like this. And this far as I'm concerned is also applies to me. If I have, a, and I, I love the way how Tiffany Montgomery spoke about it and stated, and stated something clear. And I was asking myself this too. Do I have something that is not of God or I am worshiping other than God? If I am worshiping something other than God, please, Lord, forgive me. I repent of it in the name of Jesus. I should not have nobody before you, which the Lord shall be first. No job should be first. No daggone shoes on your feet. And what killed me is somebody called themselves saying God is always first. And then the first thing you're looking at is a daggone business if your high pass is married. Number one, if you're married and you are you are a wife, your husband is before God because guess what? He is uh, he is the head over you. Point blank. You praying when you pray for um for your husband stuff like that, fine and dandy. But you're under the law under your husband. And yes, it's biblical because you're looking at the things of the world. You're not looking at the things of God as me being a single woman. I'm looking at the things of God. That's why he said on Matthew chapter six, verse 33, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. So that position is positioned to me. It's not positioned to um too much of the um too much of a married couple unless it's the husband, because the husband is the one who's got to seek ye first the kingdom of God. Because guess what? He had to love his wife as he loved his body, just like Jesus Christ loved the church. Point blank. People are getting that so confused when it comes to marriage. People don't. Uh, people who are married can't even really teach people. They really can't. People are so stuck on love crap. I didn't see on the Bible about um Adam um Adam loving Eve. God made Eve for him. It didn't say that oh he made Eve um made Eve so she can um so she can love him. Get that to your three thick skull. People are so busy into that love thing. I'm like this y'all need to go to hell with that and get the get into the purpose of it. Get into the purpose of love. Ooh. Jesus, I just, hey, he just said that. I ain't say nothing about that. I don't even know anything about that, but he just pulled that out. But just to sit up there and pull out, I just rent it. So God bless you. Have a nice life.